Brady Cook is questionable for Saturday's ball game against Memphis. And frankly, that makes it more questionable that Missouri is going to win. How does the offense look without Cook or with a limited Cook? Let's talk about that and more right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash college or enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a free water bottle with any purchase. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. And you know what? I can promise you this. The last thing I wanted to hear is that Brady Cook is still dealing with some pain and swelling problems, whatever it might be from his hyperextended knee from late in the second quarter against Kansas State this past week. Now, yesterday, as we record here on Wednesday, yesterday's practice, Tuesday, Brady Cook did not participate. He threw some balls along the sidelines, it sounds, but not a full participant in practice. We'll see what happens here on Wednesday, and even more importantly, Thursday. I think we'll get a good idea of whether Brady will be a go or not. If he doesn't practice at all on Thursday, that certainly puts his availability very much into question with no actual game prep for the Memphis game. I I would frankly be, like a lot of people have said already, considering Brady played through that injury last week against Kansas State, considering he played the entire season practically with a torn labrum last season, I would be surprised if Brady does not make it out there for Saturday's ball game. But I will say, if you noticed, I went back and did my full full film study this morning on the Kansas State game. I'm going to empty the notebook here as the program unfolds here with plenty of observations. But One of the most obvious ones is that Missouri ran a ton of quarterback-designed runs before Brady injured his knee there late in the second quarter. Now, if Brady plays on Saturday in St. Louis, it's safe to say that we Tiger fans probably aren't going to see nearly as much of that against Memphis, which, which really is unfortunate because that did seem to open up the offense a good bit in the first half for Missouri and also at the end of last season, at the end of the regular season when Bush Hamden uh, took over for the offense. So when this news broke out, by the way, over at FanDuel Sportsbook, the line had been sitting steady at Missouri by seven points. As soon as that news broke, the Tigers now down to five and a half point favorites. And I really think that is a, a fair line movement. I really do, because whether or not it is the backup quarterback Sam Horn, I do think it's likely that we see a more limited version of Brady Cook than certainly what we saw in the first half of that Kansas State ball game before he got injured. Now, Missouri had been calling this Brady Cook injury a hyperextension, but Eli Drinkwitz actually went into a little more detail, later calling it a deep bone bruise, which both of those things together, the hyperextended knee, the deep bone bruise, It really does sound similar. Now, I can't speak to the degree to which this is true, but it it does sound like a very similar injury 
to what Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey suffered before week one against the Detroit Lions recently. Now, of course, Kelsey sat out week one against the Lions. He returned this past week against Jacksonville, looking what I thought mostly looked like himself, maybe not quite up to 100% of his usual standards. But I think this is actually a pretty good indication of where Brady Cook might be. Now, Cook certainly a different position, right? He doesn't have to go out there and run routes. So being as speedy or 100% as close to full speed with his legs, not quite as important as it would be for the Kansas City Chiefs' number one receiver. However, obviously it is going to limit his running ability, his scrambling ability more than likely, but it does seem like Brady, because he's a quarterback, would be more able to play through that injury. It's also the case that Brady Cook is at least 10 years younger than Travis Kelsey as well, so perhaps he'll be able to recover a little bit more quickly. Again, all just speculation here, but I do think you saw you saw Eli Drinkwitz say not only about Brady Cook, but also Marcellus Johnson, who we'll get to here just in a minute as well. He said, quote, we'll see where they are by Thursday. We have to do what's best for them in the long term. And I think clearly that's how the Chiefs played it with Travis Kelsey. I think obviously if they were in the playoffs, if it was the Super Bowl, I think it's pretty clear that Travis would have probably gutted it out and played that game. But considering the Chiefs are going to be playing at least 17 games, more than likely more than that, into the playoffs, they're the defending Super Bowl champs. They're thinking about making a deep run into January and February. Obviously, the Tigers want to make a deep run and keep Brady Cook for as healthy for as long as they can. But I think, obviously, with the condensed schedule of college versus the NFL, I just think there's more incentive and a little bit more desperation, for lack of a better term, to play Brady in this game. Now, if Sam Horn gets the start, obviously, Missouri going to be having to get him all the prep and the reps that he possibly can in practice this week. So if Brady does sit out practice on Thursday, more often than not, you would think that's a sign he's not going to play. But because Brady is the veteran, he's had a whole year as a starter at this point, he's been in the program for what, three, four years at this point, I still think he's got a shot to at least be a game-time decision. I think they'll warm him up on Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, see what he feels like, and probably make the call then. Now, getting back to Marcellus Johnson, the young man who has basically been Missouri's swing tackle and and sixth offensive lineman in the early part of this season, actually started in place of Cameron Johnson, no relation. By the way, I can't believe there are five guys named Johnson on this roster. None of them are related. They're all scholarship players. That's got to be a record, right? I pointed this out on X.com the other day, but just an aside there. Anyway, Marcellus Johnson started for Cameron at that right guard position, and, well, he had to leave the game, I believe, late in the first quarter, certainly in the second half, with an ankle injury and never returned. But like Brady Cook, they did an MRI, did an x-ray, no structural damage to that ankle, but obviously they felt like it was serious enough or that at least he was limited enough they would rather go with Cameron in that spot. So there's your update there. Regardless, on that offensive line, Drinkwood says, quote, our left side 
is a really strong side with Xavier Delgado, Javon Foster, and he includes the center Connor Tolleson in there as well. He says, we're just not there yet with all five. And coming up on the show, let's empty that Kansas State notebook, including some thoughts on their coach, Chris Kleiman. You look back, you watch the film, the guy can really design an excellent offense. There's no doubt about that. But you know what? He was every bit, if not more, as conservative in terms of game management as Eli Drinkwitz. And I really thought that cost his Wildcats a possible victory on Saturday. So let's see what we can learn from the Wildcats. And also coming up, I want to show yet another play where Luther Burden, on, believe it or not, on a run play, touches absolutely nobody on the play and yet opens the whole thing up for Cody Schrader. That's a superstar in the making you're watching on film right there in Luther Burden. But you know what? Before we get there, I want to tell you about bird dogs because you know what? They're bird dogs, stretch khaki shorts. These are really a game changer for me. They're designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and the leg, giving you that truly sculpted look. And the best part of it to me, in my humble opinion, the fabric, not only does it stay dry, it stays non-wrinkled. So often the cotton shorts that you have look kind of terrible immediately, even out of the laundry. It's hard. What am I going to get out my iron every single morning before I play golf? No, I don't think so. I'm going to go ahead and get that time back in my day with Bird Dog's fabulous stretch khaki shorts. So here's what you got to do. You got to go to birddogs.com slash locked on college or enter promo code locked on college at checkout for a free Bird Dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Thanks for making Locked On Mizzou your first listen every day. And for your second listen this Friday, check out Locked On College kickoff live each Friday Locked On. We'll go live from 10 a.m. to noon central on my YouTube channel as well as all the other college YouTube channels as well. That's college football kickoff live covering all the big matchups, the playoff implications, the conference races, and going in-depth like only we can at Locked On, covering our teams every day. Find Locked On College Football kickoff live once again every Friday from 10 a.m. to noon on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You won't want to miss it. So I want to talk a decent bit about the Missouri defense here against Kansas State. But before we get there, let's start off with yet another beautiful Luther Burden distraction. Because, you know what, it's easy for everybody to see all the work that Luther is is doing in the passing game. That's pretty obvious at this point. I could break down his beautiful little swing pass for about a 30-yard touchdown there in the second half. Hey, that stuff's great, but you know what? This is much more subtle stuff like we're going to see here. Watch this big play here in the fourth quarter for the Tigers. This is actually a big Cody Schrader run right here. But as I bring up the play here, notice you got a bunch formation here to the right. As we bring it forward here, you'll see Mookie Cooper goes in motion across the formation. 
Kansas State already starting to communicate, hey, let's switch this guy off here. So a little bit of, you know, right before the snap, you're making them kind of communicate, possibly cause a little confusion here. But let's look at number three here on the right. He's basically lined up sort of as a tight end, almost for all intents and purposes. Usually when Missouri lines up Burden in this spot, well, he comes across the formation behind the offensive line as he does here. And usually Brady Cook will just flip him the ball in the flat and you'll just use Luther Burden's amazing open field athleticism to hopefully make a play. But that's not what happens here. No, this is a play that Kansas State has some version of this play to Burden. They've obviously seen this on film a dozen times probably at this point leading up to the week of the game. So instead, what does Missouri do? Instead of flipping it to Burden, well, they simply hand the ball off to Cody Schrader. But again, it looks like a play that Missouri has run probably a half dozen times already this season, including Saturday against K-State. So what happens? Well, number eight here follows Luther Burden because he has to. But by the time he realizes that Cody Schrader has the ball, well, it's way too late. Schrader is running past him down the sidelines for about, oh, I don't know, a 40-yard gain here or something like that. Huge play for the Tigers, gets them into K-State territory. And again, Luther Burden is now such a dangerous player, everybody can see it on film, that you have to constantly be paying attention to where he's lining up, what types of plays Missouri wants to run for him, and if you're Kirby Moore, and if you're Eli Drinkwitz, if you can get guys running this wide open through the middle of the field with Burden, he doesn't even have to block anybody on this play. He just simply has to run across the field and exist. That's all he has to do to be valuable on this particular play for Missouri. Now, if defensively, for Missouri against Kansas State, I thought schematically it looked very similar to what it looked like last season for the most part. On standard downs, you know, first and 10, second and five, that kind of stuff, it was your usual single high safety in the middle of the defense with a lot of tight, aggressive man-to-man coverage underneath that. But on third and long and obvious passing downs, as we've seen quite a bit early in the season, Missouri is playing more zone in their dime packages with Ennis Rakestraw often lining up in the slot with the other team's best slot receiver, just following him wherever he goes. So that's definitely been a little bit of a difference here by Missouri. But I do want to show you one play that burnt Missouri against Kansas State and also burnt Missouri against Middle Tennessee as well. This is a bit of a symptom of playing a lot of man-to-man defense, and this is something Missouri's going to have to watch out for because if you see number nine here lined up next to Will Howard, the running back here for Kansas State, just far too often here, it's been at least a couple times early in the regular season, you got man-to-man coverage here. Again, single high safety, pretty basic defense in terms of what they run a lot. Missouri bringing a couple in pressure here, it looks like. But number nine, just very easily, look at how wide open he is. That just simply can't happen. I believe here, number four, Sidney Williams, the second man to the left here, that's got to be his assignment. But regardless, somebody is on him. Williams takes an aggressive step to the inside here for some unknown reason and just allows number nine the easiest 15 yards in the history of football. This happened against Middle Tennessee, too, on a play that ended up 
being perhaps a touchdown or definitely one where Middle Tennessee ends up getting inside the five for sure. It was a huge gain for them. Where again, the, the outside responsibility player just kind of takes the running back for granted. And against man coverage, while you run a lot of crossing rat patterns and stuff, it's going to be hard oftentimes for that linebacker, that safety, especially a linebacker to get out there in the flat that quickly especially if he has more responsibilities than just the back, as apparently number four from Missouri did here, Sidney Williams right here. So that's just something I want to watch here. That's something if I'm Blake Baker, I'm making a plan for. Guys, you got to take make account for the running back in the flat on this type of play. And coming up, just a couple more notes from the defensive side of the ball for Missouri that actually – yielded an offensive route, a play that I think Missouri used to run very effectively with Tyler Beatty. I think they need to bring back to the playbook post-haste. But you know what? Before we get there, I want to tell you that we here at Locked On think everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Do not get unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using code LOCKEDON at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code Locked on. And as you may know, you can find Locked on Mizzou on the SiriusXM app. And you can also find the Tigers playing the Memphis Tigers this Saturday at 6.30 on the app as well or on channel 192 on your dial to hear Mike Kelly's fabulous and always excellent call of the action. But you know what? Let's talk a little bit more about the K-State game and I just have all the respect in the world for Chris Kleiman as a coach. I really do. I think he designs an excellent offense to the point where I, I, it really was almost hurt as a lover of offensive football. But as a Missouri fan, I was very thankful when they decided to kind of turtle it a little bit, in my opinion, go into their shell on a couple key third downs and simply hand the ball off. That felt like a gift to me if I'm Blake Baker. It certainly felt like a gift as a Missouri fan. And to that point, I don't really know how athletic number 34 is, the tight end for Kansas State. And I'm not saying he's not athletic. I'm saying I can't tell because he was running that wide open multiple times. He didn't really have to show any particular athleticism. Just shows it on play actions, crossing routes, etc., it's fairly easy to game the tight end open at times if you have a good offense. There's a reason I showed Luther Burden essentially in that tight end spot in a, uh, uh, as an example in my previous segment. 
34 was also the recipient of that sort of Tim Tebow-like play. Remember that when they used to fake the quarterback blast and then jump over the top? He got that one as well, again, for a wide-open play. Now, Tyron Hopper, late key point in the ball game when 34 had to get open against tight man coverage, well, Hopper actually managed to knock that ball out for an incompletion. But, again, another thing I like what Chris Kleiman did. This is a play that Missouri used to run. In fact, I can remember very famously in the LSU game a couple years ago, three years ago now in 2020, Tyler Beatty hit this play for a huge gain, just like Kansas State does right here. I'll pull it up for you. The the running back who just snuck out of the backfield on the previous play that I broke down, well, he's going to get the action here again on just a really simple angle route here. And it's called an angle route because, well, you'll watch him go essentially a 45-degree angle to his right and then back at a 45-degree angle back the other way left. Now, tough matchup here, a fast linebacker against Dalen Carnell. That's a good matchup for Kansas State, and he wins here on, again, what is a simple angle route. You basically make a triangle with this route, 45, and then back at another 45. Again, we saw Tyler Beatty run this exact route very effectively against LSU a few years ago for a touchdown. To me, this is just simple football here, something that Missouri should look to do, especially against a defense that's being aggressive and playing man coverage. This is the type of route that can get out of a quarterback's hand quickly and also give your running back a chance to make something big happen, just like number nine here does for the Wildcats. And with that, that'll wrap up this edition of Locked on Mizzou. Thanks for making this show your first listen every day. And for you, every day or tomorrow on the program, got to break down the Memphis Tigers in detail, give you my full preview, maybe even my pick as well. We'll see what Friday brings. I haven't totally decided on my weekend schedule, but I'll keep you abreast of everything that's happening tomorrow on the program and everywhere on social media, especially on x.com at Locked on Mizzou. So until next time, I am John Miller, and thanks as always for listening to Locked on Mizzou.